Hello, this is Grant Kirkup. I'm famous for saying Ubinaka and Ikabokum. And you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 155 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of this week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Samuel Joseph Matoro. Oh, you're right, Kirk. That is my middle name. I've known you for 25 years. I think I would. I even know your confirmation name. Michael. No, Christopher. You, you should have quit while you were ahead. Elizabeth. And you'll never know. Gone forever. Nico. Nope. Is it Italian as shit? Mm-mm. That is normal? Normal Catholic. Like a normal name. Normal Catholic Just confirmation a normal name. name. David. No. I have Paul. a cousin, David. Paul. No. Mackenzie. Nope. <laughs> Nowhere near, my friend. <laughs> We are again, we podcast, we know things. Welcome to the show, everybody. If you're new to the show, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. If you just sold me a car and you're listening, hey, Daniel, thank you, buddy. Appreciate the deal. Uh, Yeah, I saw a Subaru off front. I was like, huh. I was like, I don't see Greg's blue one. I was like, hmm. Got a new one yesterday. I was like, I know Greg's probably home. He would have texted me if he wasn't. Yeah, got a new one yesterday. Turns out that the gentleman who sold me the car lived two streets over from me in, in Horsham. So Small world. Like, very small world. And uh, I gave him a couple of our magnets. Oh, cool. We were with somebody for three hours. It's going to come up. And you were just having, here, I just happen to have one. Well, I was cleaning the old, out the old one. In the old back pocket. I was pocket. cleaning out the old car, <laughs> okay, okay, I got moving him in a new car. Oh, and and he was on. helping me in the rain. So what did I do? What Gave him swag for a podcast a he's never heard of. What a great deal. Great, what a great deal. Uh, we podcast we know things.com, your one stop shop for everything we podcast we know things except for our episodes. Because I'm really slow at posting those. Still nah, haven't done everybody. it. Still haven't done it. <laughs> the fuck it will. It'll be in our podcast feed. It won't be on our <laughs> website for another couple of days. I'll tell you that much right now. Well, that's why you got it. It's got in the feed. That's right. It's got links in our description yeah. for uh, everything else, like our what social medias, which is uh, at Greg Talks a lot on Twitter. And just, and just Stampede two fifteen eighty nine on Instagram. I don't even. I'm not on Twitter. That's just it. <laughs> What's the you made an original tweet. Yeah, but I, it was yeah. all. It's it's usually replying to someone else and or a quote well, like, tweeting legit once in a blue moon. That's yeah. when I post. At Samuel Matoro. <laughs> I can't. No, no, I'm no, not no, gonna, no point. No I'm point. not going to do it. We podcast and we know things all one word at on Instagram and Facebook.com slash we podcast and we know things to give us a like there. So that's all the social media. Also link to our Patreon and link to our store. It's getting to be the fall. It's getting to be the winter. You're going to need a hoodie soon. Give us Give us a couple bucks. Yeah, I might have to buy some of my own merch. I, I need some long sleeves. I, need, I only I got need, a couple. I need a new hoodie. And uh, I'm between a Flyers one or ours. And I might I might just pull I, the old... Damn, uh, us and Flyers. Wow. Yeah. yeah I might just pull I, the I old... I shit. Go for the Flyers. <laughs> I, have, I have one. It just may be a little snug. Or Still, old. Even it's, always good to get, weight, it's always good to get a new it's one. It's only like two years old. So it's good. To it's the that. old Shane Gostas Bear Flyers hoodie, baby. Send us an email if you want to hang out with us and ask us any questions. We podcast and we know things at gmail.com. And thank you so much to our friends and compadres in the We Pod Squad, the Ion Ryan Show, and MRC Tech presents the last podcast. As always, we're going to start the show off with our trivia section. It is five and a half for me, two for Sam, first to 11 win by two. I'm going to go on a little bit. 
of a WWE rant after that. I need to be contained because we got a big show. Yes. And I don't want to go off I'll, on that. I'll, I'll rally in. Yes. Yeah, real, real you. Give in. me like a minute and a half tops yeah, gotcha. and then stop me. Gotcha. You got to gotcha. stop me there because you know I'm just going to keep yeah, going. Yeah, I understand. We're going to transition from that I know rant. You, I know you, you absolutely love that and you, you want to talk about it. Very <laughs> good. I'm going to go to the movie section from there. A big TV section tonight. Yeah. Uh, Gaming Sam will take over for that. A new Pokemon was revealed, so we'll talk a little bit about that. I'll go on Pokemon.com and read about the new Pokemon. A couple stories in the music section, including a new record that I checked out, and one of our favorite bands is releasing a new song tonight. Actually, now. It's available right now. So I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about that. And then a story in... The soft drink world. Yes. And yes, that's where big. our top three yeah. is going to be. And I always have the best time when we do stupid, random, fun top yeah. three. So this one's going to be pretty fun. Sam will be in there with a CGC spotlight. And then we'll be back with our pick of the week to end the show. Like I said, we got a long one. Let's start with hey, the trivia. And I'll go real quick. What year did Fallout 3 come out? <clears throat> I can do this. I could totally, totally do I this. I figured you could. You love this game. I could totally do this. <clears throat> I don't. I've never, I've never played it more than 20 minutes. More than me. Um, I thought I remember you talking about it a lot. I was like, I think this is in his wheelhouse. No, but, but I made Ryan Cunningham buy it, and he traded it in, and I believe it was pre-LaSalle. So I'm somewhere in the 04, 5, 6, or 7 range. My heart says 06. That could have been New Vegas, but I feel like New Vegas was 08. Um, uh, 07, because 06 was Bioshock. Did they come out the same year? Maybe was it 05 and I just fucked up? I don't know. I don't. It was not 04, 05. I'm kind of out on that, unless I'm, unless I'm wrong. <laughs> unless it's in on that. Unless I'm wrong. <laughs> So I'm going to stick with 0607. Could be 08. I don't think so because that's when I started at LaSalle. Um, and I want to say I played that in Ryan's duplex. And oh, you know what, though? He wasn't at LaSalle until oh, later in 08. Duplex. Yeah. I forgot about the duplex. And that's where days. we played it. So I'm, I'm now I'm between 0607 and 08. I'm going to go with my gut. I said it originally. I don't think it's right. But I said 06. I'm going to say 06. Incorrect. 07. You almost talked yourself into it. 07? 08. 08, okay. You almost talked yourself back into it. Yeah. Because it was 07, 8, 9, 10 if yeah. you ask. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Your trivia question, Sam. What? Was the name of the oh there you go? Yeah. What was the name of the car wash that Walt and Skyler buy in Breaking Bad? Spoiler alert: Just They buy a car wash. I, I I stopped over to Alex as he was watching Breaking Bad. They were talking about the car wash, but the name was not mentioned. Yeah, and uh, you know this is in celebration of El Camino out now. We don't have yes. a review or impressions of it just yet. It, but we, it will be watched. I'm probably watching it as you're listening to this next, episode. Next, the, the episode after this, 156, we're going to have spoilers for Joker and spoilers for El Camino. So if you watch did, it between did, now did and then, be ready. Uh, no. Okay, okay. No. I'm, I'm going to need the names. I can't I can't think of it. Okay. <laughs> I, I know you probably have fun with at least two. No, 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 no. I went pretty chalk on them. Okay. They, they're similar enough, but you should get it. It does stand okay. up. <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> okay a one a a okay a plus wash or triple a wash and wax i do not i don't fucking remember their car wash a one a a okay 
A plus wash or triple A wash and wax. Three of these I made up off the top of my head. I just want to let you know where my head space was in this. I thought they were pretty clever and it would kind of stump you a little bit because they all begin with an A. I can confirm it does begin with an A and ends in a letter. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> oh, let's see. Do you remember what that is? <laughs> there was the one that wasn't wax. That's correct. A plus wash is incorrect. Oh, I'm wrong, Piz. <laughs> God damn it. It was A, A1A. Was it? I figured to make it A because you, you, all well, of them begin with A. Once you said A-OK, I was like, all right, them two are out. So I was... Yeah, yeah a, was A1A, A-OK, A-plus watch. I wanted to make it A that because they all began with A. Keep the theme of A. Maybe you would have caught up to that theme, yeah. but I think you just didn't overthink the trivia. No, exactly. I was like, uh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I couldn't right. even remember what you said. <laughs> this past Sunday, well, last episode, we did a little bit of a preview of WWE Hell in a Cell. Just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, AEW Dynamite Episode 2 was fucking phenomenal. Um, really good to see. They did do a little dip in ratings, about 1.1 million, 1.2 million. Um, maybe 1.25 once you put in True TV. NXT dropped from 881 to 779, so a pretty decent drop there. Didn't watch it yet, saw what happened. Um, pretty decent show. Raw suck balls this week. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay because tonight is the draft for Friday Night's SmackDown. Uh, Seth Rollins for Raw, Roman Reigns for SmackDown. Whoever wins gets the first overall pick, uh, which I appreciate. It's pretty much saying that they're on the respective brands. Uh, but the draft will start, and draft's always a fun time. WWE just had to get through Raw because, like, what are they going to do? A major storyline before the draft when they shake everything yeah. up? So I get it. It was a shitty Raw. But what they didn't do was they didn't mention the finish to Seth Rollins and The Fiend uh, in Hell in a Cell. They gave a 20-second uh-huh. recap, but didn't the, the Fiend wasn't on Raw. He did make an appearance afterwards in the dark uh, match, and, and Seth wasn't on Raw at all. And... Uh, I just wanted to go in a little bit of a rant about how this match ended. The Hell in a Cell was a pretty decent pay-per-view for four matches announced ahead of time and five other matches announced at two hours before the show, which was really just thrown together. Big week for WWE. Premiere, uh, premiere of NXT on USA for full two hours. Premiere of Friday Night SmackDown. The Rock came back. All that. People were pissed because Stone Cold, The Undertaker, Ric Flair, and Sting were all billed to come back, and none of them did. So they kind of threw you under the rug there a little bit. So that's step one. Step two, you have this pretty decent pay-per-view. Becky and Sasha in Hell in a Cell tore the shit down. Fucking awesome match. Match of the night. Really good match. And I'm looking so forward to this Seth Fiend match. And man, did it for the first few minutes deliver everything I wanted. The Fiend, no selling, everything Seth throws at him. Three curb stomps, kicks out at one. A chair shot to the face, kicks out at one. This horror villain who just seems like he's down but rises back up. Gave me like vibes of The Undertaker back in the 90s. It was really cool. And I loved everything they were going for. And then I said, you know what? They're going to put the strap on him. And for a minute there, I was convinced. And and then they WWE'd themselves. And all of a sudden, the fiend who was no selling everything and kicking out at one, all of a sudden lay motionless in the middle of the ring for no reason whatsoever. Seth puts a chair on top of him, a ladder on top of that, a chair in between the ladder, and then beats it with a toolbox, then puts the toolbox on top of that. He continues to lay motionless, the same guy who just no-sold everything. Seth then goes out of the ring, gets a sledgehammer. The referee in a no-DQ, hell-in-a-cell match 
says, Seth, don't do it. Don't do it. He hits Bray with the sledgehammer. Ref goes ding, ding, ding. Calls for the bell. Says no contest. The bigger problem here is this is the second year in a row. WWE, during the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, calls a no contest in a no DQ match. Last year, Brock Lesnar came back, broke down the Hell in a Cell when Roman Reigns was fighting. God knows who. I think Braun Strowman (laughs) in a Hell in a Cell. And now this year, you've made it two years in a row where you... DQ or no contest, the final match, the main event of the pay-per-view, and send fans home unhappy. People were chanting, we want refunds. People were also chanting, A-E-Dub, A-E-Dub, as the pay-per-view went off the air, and you ruined the mystique of The Fiend, and it kind of ticks me off. Maybe The Fiend suffers from narcolepsy? (laughs) That could be true, yeah. The Fiend could uh, just be taking a snooze. Uh, hey, maybe he's a late I thought, night. They I, were the I main event. Maybe some medically. Yeah, he, he, main you event. Know. You know, it was it was ten thirty at night. But as you said, I saw the videos on Twitter. People actually saying AEW, and then I didn't hear the refund one, but I did they hear the said AEW it on the air. You uh-huh. people were posting videos after the pay per view went off the air of them doing it. I heard it during the air, and then I heard this is bullshit and all this stuff. And and that's not why I'm mad. Is I'm I'm not I you know people I'm on Twitter people on Twitter are like they didn't ruin it they actually did a good job I actually liked it oh they did ruin it for me they ruined the mystique of the character and some people's arguments were where well, you're just gonna watch anyway well no shit I'm gonna watch anyway that doesn't mean they didn't ruin it I'm going to watch yeah. because I like the fiend not because I like what WWE did with him there's two different concepts there I'm watching for the character not necessarily for the program yeah when I watch that gives my support and my American dollar to the company. I got that, but yeah, you ruined okay the mistake. Yeah, yeah, and and, just... and that's fine. I just want them to do well with this. And the whole thing, the whole thing of why I really think they ruined him is because simple fact, he didn't need to be in this match in the first place if that's all you were going to do with him. Yeah, you put true. the fiend in a title picture after a month. The he only had one other match and it was with Finn Balor at SummerSlam where he demolished him. What are you going to do? You're going to put the strap on The Fiend after two matches yeah. where the belt doesn't mean shit to him. Do you want to see The Fiend with a strap around his way? I kind of didn't. I don't really want to see him with the title. Maybe have Elias in there or something. I don't know who, who what they could do, but I, I, I just think that, you know, you waited. You, you didn't wait at all. Let him just go run a train on all of WWE. Make him feared by the entire locker room that he could strike anyone at any time. And it would have been just as entertaining. But you threw him in a title match within two months and you ruined him by putting him in the middle of the ring and chairing him up. Now, don't get me wrong. The Fiend, after the match was over, came back to life and, you know, mandible clawed him and, and Sister Abigail him on the concrete and bloodied him to shit and he was choking on blood, which was probably just ketchup. But, like... It was fake blood. Viscous fluid. And uh, it just bothers the living shit out of me that you just didn't have to have this match. You just wanted the bang. You wanted the ratings. You wanted the buck because everybody loves The Fiend right now. You wanted to capitalize at its peak with AEW on the horizon and a a whole host of other things. But I am so pissed off. What what I would love if on Raw or on SmackDown for the draft, if Seth beats uh, Roman... And then says, my first overall pick, I want The Fiend so I can beat his ass again. And then continue that feud. So then would that be would okay? be awesome. Okay. I think Fox said they want The Fiend. That's the reporting out there from yeah. the Wrestling Observer that Fox really wants him to drive up the ratings. Um, so who knows? And that's what I'm going to watch because yeah. I'm intrigued yeah. by the draft. I love drafts. They're super fun. But I'm just super pissed off at the way you kind of ruined the mystique. He didn't need to be in the match in the first place. You went over two minutes. I let you go because you look very passionate. So... I appreciate I that. Hope that helps. That's all I got. <laughs>
Darby <laughs> Allen and Chris Jericho, AEW, Philadelphia, Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, for the AEW title. They already have Jericho booked versus Cody for a title shot the next pay-per-view. So Darby's not going to win, but they're going to put on a hell of a show, and I'm super pissed. excited. Oh, I'm, I'm pissed. That already spoils it. Oh, oh, damn. Do, do you, did, you didn't watch AEW, I assume. I know. I, I didn't. It was so I did cool. see him go down on the skateboard. Okay, you and, did. And, okay, and, and, That's and, what and I was going to say. At the I very end that. of the night, Jericho's walking up the ramp, and Dude, Darby comes out of the back and rides his board down the ramp and dives I off. I see like all the cool stuff just on Twitter. I go on like because I follow uh, everybody. I'm like, okay, oh, they have it all. That's cool. <laughs> I yeah. would say that AEW. Yeah, I, was ho- I was hoping he was going to beat to beat Jericho. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, AEW started their tag team title tournament, and the first round was last night or Wednesday night. I'm sorry. And Private Party with the, versus the Young Bucks, and the Young Bucks put them over. They they lost. Uh, Private Party won, and I'm telling you now, it was the best match I've seen on TV this year. A non-pay-per-view match. Best match of the year so far from a non-pay-per-view match. My match of the year is Young Bucks Lucha Brothers uh, ladder match from All Out. That was baller. All right, moving in to the movies section. Don't have a lot, but what we have is pretty uh, pretty intensive because Sam's going to give his spoiler-free impressions of the Joker here after we give two reviews, starting with Gemini Man, starring Will Smith and Will Smith. All right, I hope this is good. This looks awesome. Fans of 3D cinema will likely be impressed by how well the format suits the film even if it only really makes use of it for around half of the runtime. Uneven but ambitious, Ang Lee's return to the action genre isn't as good as it should be, but Will Smith, Benedict Wong, and Mary Elizabeth Weinstead make this weird flick entertaining even with an unscripted or uninspired script. 7-0. 6-9. I'm going to give it to you. All right. I'm gonna, we don't keep score. It sounded about right. We don't keep a tally, but if we did, I'd give it to you. And Sam, I, I wanted to uh, it looks good, though. get like, your I, thoughts gonna, on the film. I, I didn't see it yet, but it's... I'm. Am I, I don't know if I... Actually, I may, since I'm off on Monday from work. Maybe I will try to see it this weekend. Yeah, I don't it talk comes about, out today. Because I know we have to do the podcast a day or two early for next week since That's I'll be correct. at Baltimore Comic Con. So, and uh, I will be downtown Philadelphia, so we will both be unavailable. So it will be Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday. Wednesday, I'm unavailable. So 100% Tuesday. 100% Tuesday. Perfect. Yeah, so you're going to get the podcast normal day, but you know what? We're going to be well, three days now early. Now just a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Boom, my Baltimore Comic Con is it. Well, you also wonder, why the hell aren't they talking about three days worth of news? True. That's that's why. We'll have like seven stories. Uh, we also want, I wanted to hit on this film because we both watched the first trailer and said, nah, not for me. The Adams Family. It also comes out right now. Is out now. Frighteningly funny and fresh. This hilarious animated wow. treat will introduce a whole new generation treat. to the loving and strange family whilst also pleasing those who grew up with the iconic 90s movies. With a sweet story, tight runtime, and impressive animation, this is the perfect Halloween treat for fans young and old. 8-5. Eight, 8-0. Eight, oh. I'd have guessed 8-5 yeah. based on yeah. the words there, but uh, apparently not a bad flick. Uh, uh, hey, may, Okay, maybe one day in like two years on a Halloween or late October day, maybe I'll catch this film. Just because just they're at the old fans. You throw, you throw that line in there, it's like, okay, when it's free and I'm available. Like, I, you know, I got shit to do. I'm, I'm still going to pass. <laughs> okay. I'll give it at least, I'll give it, I'll give it a shake. I, I will say this to you, though. Um, good for you. Yeah. But what I really want to hear is your spoiler-free. No. Yeah. I. 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 So I really can't say nothing. <laughs> of Joker. 
Yeah, so me, uh, me and Alex went, saw it in the Chamonix, saw it at the Theater One on the right. I, I think they just opened it because I'd never been in the theater over there. Like, right by the food stands to the right, that first theater. Like, i never seen it. It's all brand new. They have a whole new surround sound. Loud as shit. Where's like, that? Like, in the Chamonix. Like, you're going, oh, gotcha, gotcha. But it's the first one on the right. I just never remember going in that one ever. Um, it's an IMAX. Yeah, it's I've been brand at, new. I've, no, never, I've, I've, I they like might have, like, redone it around. I've seen IMAX I, in I haven't been Theater in Two. Or three, whatever. I've seen I've seen flicks in yeah, it. Usually impressive. we go right into the left. Exactly. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah. the right. So yeah. was, all right, cool. But yeah, we saw Joker. Um it it delivered, man. At, like I you know, when you hear when you hear such hype on a film, it, it, it's tough. Like, no, it can't be that good. Then then you actually go to see it. Then you hear first you hear things the director said, you know, nothing really comic book or origin related to to Batman, but obviously he probably wasn't telling the full truth there because there may or may not be some some touches to some cool Batman stories or possibly movies or animated movies that have been done. Yeah. So that was really cool. Joaquin Phoenix was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I, I figured and I've and I've read and I've hoped, but it's really nice to hear you say it. He's dude. He you could tell he he really went took this seriously, and I I consider him right next to Heath, like the level that he went in on this and. And you know, I, I you know I heard stories of Leto being butthurt or whatever that he was kind of like segregated or you know that there was a solo Joker film or whatever. But I don't know, like his film was more like I don't know your fake teeth and tattoos. Like as he's an, all butthurt apparently. Too. Yeah, no, he is. Like, why I, wouldn't you be though, man? No, no, people hated you. But when if they I was him, I would. If I, I don't know if I was an actor, I would have pushed against the, the teeth and, and the tattoos. I don't, that's just not my Joker. I don't but know it, if they just, even have that choice. Heath and and Joaquin, they just kind of brought they just stepped it up brought it to a different level and it was it was a very dark film that's what i'm hearing it, it, hearing that there's especially one particular scene that stands out as fucked and like i'm like shit man i, I, I mean i do wouldn't I even see say this? is it one particular scene like there's the whole theme of the film no no not even like i don't know like i'm an adult like i know what i was expecting when someone says the joker like the, when the joker was first created batman one he was a dark murderous clown like he was not this funny-go-lucky carnival clown would people think that, you know, like... What you would associate a clown yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, like when I was there, this family had like a, a, like a six and seven-year-old in there. I was like, oof, that's a little young. I could see maybe like eighth grade, but like six, seven. I thought you were a little young. Like there was, this is a hard R. I mean, I would say, I think... Language or just violence? I would just more say maybe violence. Yeah. Like there's more words in like Deadpool or something like that. Like that was way worse, but yeah. like... What here gets deep in, like the, like I said, the last twenty minutes. Glory. Um, maybe a little bit, a little bit more. Is it more psychotic, thrillery type no, violence? Like I think it's, you're it's on everything. the edge of your it's, seat, or I, is it just oh, like blood you're, fest? You're you're like in your seat, and you're almost like cringing, like watching, like. That's what I mean. Like yeah, I've it, heard a lot of that similar. And, and that last twenty minutes, you're you're just like, what the hell is you know like, I. Was as a obviously a Batman Joker lover, I I kind of suspected something at the end that happened, which did, which I was actually very thrilled about, and I didn't like I was hoping that they were going to go there, and they just touched on a couple other things, and like I felt like it tied a nice little bow on this fucked up story. Yeah, but I give it a ten out of ten. I I I rarely give a ten out of ten to anything. Yeah, last time I. I think you gave a 10 out of 10 was when Batman peed all over Superman for two hours. Yeah, I, I think the last 10 10 might have been like The Dark Knight. Um, and that was but way before the podcast. Didn't you give maybe John Wick a 10 out of 10 <laughs> to Infinity War? I think it was nine. I think I gave it nine. Or no, Guardians no, no. 2. 
No, I don't think I gave that. Dude, I don't know. Tens are tough to give, I feel like. I there don't was know. definitely a film where I, I, I know there was a 10 out of 10 film because we, we both said it. We both felt it. I can't remember darn what the hell it was, man. I wish I, I wish I remember. I but that's really good to hear. Uh, it's really good that that most people feel this way. There are a couple people out there that we that we've seen on social media, friends, other podcasters, whatnot, that maybe feel a little uh, differently. Yeah, that maybe I've, feel I've, little... I've 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 heard both ways. You know, I I, I you know don't. It's a agree. movie. I don't. Hey, it's we're, we have our own opinions. We're all entitled to that. And, right. Hey, I just. I, I don't just want society. The, I don't want the society that we live in to dictate my enjoyment of a film. It's a fucking film. Yeah, and that's what everyone says, guys. Remember, you're going to see a movie. It's like going to see a stand-up comedian and getting offended at the joke. No, but no, but it's that's like. But then, like, you always see like Twitter, like you know, screenshots. Like, yeah, but then you go see John Wick, watch him kill a hundred people, then no one bats an eye. You know, right. it's just it, it, it's weird that what, what films. It's like huh. that's that's actually a really good point. It's John like, Wick is a great example yeah. of literally hundreds of people die in yeah. in a five minute span. And I'm like, span. Huh, why is it always DC? Brutally. I was like, why is it always DC film kind of getting the back? If you ever notice, it's like everything's just, you know, D- it feels if like Foggy paid a like, bunch of people to put shit on Twitter. I mean, they, 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 got, they got a bunch <laughs> of money. Disney can find a way, but no, I, I don't believe in that, like, conspiracy theory. I just believe we, the, the, my, my, my only, we, like, we live in a world that is very sensitive. My only complaint is, like, with the, with the theater, like, for whatever reason, the Joker didn't have any AM screenings. I'm so, this is our number one reason I haven't seen it. The earliest they had 11.50. I saw. I only saw eleven forty-five. Yeah, I saw because when I saw it, it was twelve. No, it was actually one. Saturday was one fifty or eleven fifteen. Sunday was eleven forty-five, and I was like, dude, yeah. I'll go to a nine thirty, bang it out before Mm-mm. the football like, football game or whatever. And I that's the only yeah. reason. I, my whole plan was to see it that early. Yeah, yeah. I, I checked Woodhaven. I checked Mills. I checked uh, Woodhaven, Mills, and the Sham, yeah, and I was like, thing. dude, yeah. I'm really I was pissed. pissed. Yeah, we were pissed, but hey, like no, no matter what, I had to see. Number one, before this podcast, before Baltimore, like I had it, because if not, spoilers were going to be out there, and yeah, none, none, none was there for me. I didn't see and no you, spoiler. Yeah, you got you got spoiler free until you saw the film. Yeah, it was it was it was good. It, How was it, that post credit scene? Just kidding. Yeah, uh, I say hey, I stay through just yeah. to be just to, just be, to be safe. safe. You never know. Hey, listen, we still tell you stay through and just hey, and find this, out on your own. Oh, seriously, well, I, and like I kind of heard like rumors that there might have been, but I think it was more just. Someone was fucking with people. I uh, I'm I'm totally excited to see this film. Like I can't wait. I'm probably gonna just go see it alone at this point, um, just because I don't know when I'm gonna be able to see it. It's gonna be on a whim thing. Like just, hey, I got just three no hours. No matter what. How you, long is it? Two hours. Okay. Just no matter what, the last twenty minutes you have to be in your seat. If you have to take a piss break, make sure you go like at least an hour in. Save save the last hour, but definitely the last twenty minutes. I hope that like. Man, I really it's, hope it, that it, they, it's, they it's, open up earlier screenings at some point. I'd really yeah. appreciate to see Pray. this movie before we before we record again because I want to be in on the spoiler talk very very badly. Um, but is that is that all you got to yeah, say? Yeah, that, I'll leave it at that. I also saw a film. I won't say it was The Joker, but I saw Wait, potentially. I, I the movie you're gonna say I just saw it. Potentially the worst movie of 2019, and I don't know if I hate it more than Fallen Kingdom. No, oh my no, Fallen Kingdom way worse. I'm kidding, oh yes. my god. You know what you know what I do I compare this to? Utter them worse. You know what I do compare this to? I compare this to my hatred of the Jumanji, the new Jumanji movie. I thought that was just so wow. bad. I hated that movie so much. And, and I was shocked how much I loved it because I hated I, I hated Rampage. And I don't like Kevin Hart. Huh. I don't and I don't really love Jack Black. Interesting. But anyway, learning things. I saw featuring two actors I like. Me too. Uh, I like Dave Batista. 
I like Kamal and Ninjani. Uh, I like them both in their respective roles as Drax, and I love Silicon Valley, at least the first couple seasons. But Stuber must have been the worst fucking movie. Once you told me, I had to see it. I saw it the next day. Just because you said that, I said, I really think this movie is going to be good. I saw it. I, I had two belly laughs. I had zero. I had two, and it was worth it. It was worth it for them two belly laughs. You wasted so much of your time. It was an hour and a half. You not even. I think it was like an hour twenty seven. But you that, that, wasted but okay. so it, much it, of your time. If it's gonna be dumb and stupid like like it was be a YouTube hour video. Hour twenty seven, I think be it was a good. fifteen minute YouTube video. They could have told that whole movie in fifteen minutes. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god. It was just stretched out. It was a hundred percent junk food, stupid but uh, hey, uh, it made money, which I'm happy with. The the only scene I liked in the whole movie was the opening scene. I I like that, that when the he reason, jumped when he jumped over that road I was like oh what's and then Greg he just talk? and then he just splat dude I was like what the fuck's Greg talking about this movie yeah. looks awesome yeah and I was like very high on but that it, part it had it had a couple N- funny parts when he, he was like Ninjani is you're the, the, that's the microwave <laughs> oh for the TV when he breaks <laughs> in dude we need the eye surgery I was that's I, a, that's I was a fish tank I was laughing bro Ninjani that's a bunch of fish. that's the that's the like least funny I've ever ever seen him. He was and so Batista? not funny, but the, the whole premise was fucking I know, I, stupid. I would say a lot of a lot of marks were missed. Even even Kamal's his parts were some, but I, the ones that hit, they got me. I didn't they think so me. at all. But Listen, I, I, I could, that's why I, said, I could say it's a junk if, food crappy movie. If Betty Gilpin, but it's not worse. If, than If Betty Gilpin was gonna fucking Facetime me and say, "Come, you know what, me Jeez. in my apartment," <laughs> Jesus. I don't give a shit if Thor. Was tagging me along. Wow, I, I'm out. I'm going to that apartment, dude. Yeah. Like you got to understand wow. that you're 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 at a crossroads in your life. You fucking go. You just yeah. go. And then when he, you know, I, I just thought it sucked it so bad. It was so not funny. Yeah, it tried so hard. Uh-huh. It is. So gonna be on my list of top three worst of 2019. That's a shame. Um, I just fucking hated shame. it. And when I was done, it it was the type of movie that I was done. I immediately texted you and then forgot about it. This is the first I've thought it's, about it's, it. It's just, the, it's just, the, but all the hatred had rung up. I could all see the this this disdain that's coming off your body. I had high hopes. I didn't have high hopes. I had hopes. Like I liked Batista. I thought the he commercials was a more, look funny. Well, they put all the best shit in the commercial yet again. Like all the, the gun, even when he. Ah, and he throws a catch it, and he hits him in the head. I know it's in the commercials, but I, it, I laughed again. I thought it was funny. You were so easy to please. Yeah, I, like, yo, I gotta just say it. Yo, I, I've known dude, you for so long. I you're know on the what show. I was getting. Like, so did I, and it still sucked. Why dude, does that make it okay? Just, no, I'm just, I just, I think, Why like, does it make it okay? I turn off my brain. You might just, like, keep it on neutral or just keep it, like, in one, just like you're chugging along. Because I have to talk about it critically on this podcast. I'm not gonna, like, go, let it slide. In, I go on loose and goose. I hate, but, <laughs> but when I tell you, no, don't go to the theater and say it. No, absolutely not. Did, now, did you, um, did you see it alone or did you see it with people? I saw it with somebody. Okay, so like at that point, you have somebody else I, no, no, that if I, I, that I, no, person I, I, belly laughs, no, you yeah, kind of chuckle. No, no, no well, I watched it alone by, it, with my principals. Yeah, and you're well, you're probably just like, mm, right? Mm, I had headphones mm. on on my iPad. Like <laughs> yeah, that's what we're yeah, talking. And you're here, distracted, so. like you know. But again, like even you know, me and him were like, ah, it was oh, it was okay. That's, what, that what was your know? reaction? Was ah? Yeah, I was like, ah. How's that good movie? It's not good. It's like, uh, Give me a score. No, it's like, ah, let's go I, get lunch. Give me a score. I got. I mean, solid score. I got solid. Yeah, I mean, solid. Right. That's no. my. That's my one. That is a one out of ten flick. 
Don't yeah, fucking see it. Listen, listen. If you trust Sam's opinion more than mine, which most people do, see it. It's a if four. If you want one, be- one or two belly laughs, take it. It's if you want one or two belly laughs, watch something else. While you're folding clothes, hate life, throw it on. And, right. And if it takes you an hour and a half to fold clothes because you hate life that bad, you got another problem. <laughs> a bigger or deeper one than you're watching yeah. Stuber. Watch a 15-minute YouTube video of Good Mythical Morning, um, Strictly Dumpling, Andrew Schrock's Warehouse Wednesdays. Oh, dumplings sound good right like, now. Like, don't watch Stuber. You have to at least admit this before we move on, because I really want to move on. He's sticking here. <laughs> Damn. Don't recommend it. I'm, I I just said no. Okay. I just said don't watch. <laughs> okay. Jesus, but I said if you need a laugh. No, 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 don't. No, 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 no. Don't do it. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't, don't do it. Right, right. <laughs> Yaya Abdul Mateen the second, aka Black Manta yep. from uh, Aquaman, has been cast to star in the Matrix Four. And, and that's the lead, so it'll be him. Yeah, that's exciting. I, I assume him, him Keanu, Keanu, and uh, Carrie Moss. Yeah, and then we don't know Lawrence Fishburne's yeah, fate it. as of yet. Hell I'd assume they're going to wait for a trailer to re- to even... S- like, that yeah, would be cool. If he's mean, the big reveal, reveal I, we, we of the trailer. We need Morpheus, I think. I, I don't think you're making this without him. But hey, I, I actually really liked him in the role as Black Manta. I think he's cool. He did really well in that role. I mean, the movie's yeah, not He's probably great, the bad but... guy. <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine. And I, but I I like Doco, man. I heard, yeah. I heard you hit that, that. You slipped in that last little dig. I heard that. I ain't that shit I just slide. thought it was okay. It was really, 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 really long. It okay. was way, way, way too long. I loved it. Can't wait for the second one. Yeah, Jason Momoa in a mermaid costume. There's just well, give me her, baby. Yeah, we all know that. That's the most clothed, though, she is in any movie. Why the hell did you pick that one? She, I like Dry She was hotter in Zombieland like when she gets turned. No. Yeah. No. Her in that apartment, pristine. Let's move on. Uh, Len Wiseman to direct Ballerina, a female-led John Wick spinoff flick. Yeah, I also read it was the. They said it was the uh, woman that was actually spinning on stage when she's oh, like that's again cool. and said like stop. That's cool. So in the that, third okay. one, was that? I think it was the third one. Yeah, I thought that. Um... Atomic Blonde or Atomic Bomb or whatever. That well, was, I thought no, that was supposed to be. No, I think people were just saying that was, that was like the, the, the female. So John this Wick. is going to actually be in it, the universe based on what exactly. you know. Exactly. So in the realm, maybe the Continentals there or how all that kind of I, works out. That's my favorite part table. of the movies. Oh, my, my God. My favorite yeah. part of the movies yeah. is the Continental itself. Yeah. My, my, just like Danny was my one of my favorite characters in Doom Patrol and it was a street. The Continental <laughs> is one of my favorite characters in the John Wick franchise and it's a hotel. But it's a luxurious. Well, hotel. I love the concierge. He's the shit. Yeah, the guy it. who checks you. Who's like Mister Week? Good day, Mister Week. Oh, he and him. Well, and our boy Ian McShane. Well, that's, that's, that's the Ian McShane's main, one of my favorite two actors. Two are the reason we love the content. Yeah, and when Al Swearingen goes from barkeep, just bought the Blu-ray by the way of Deadwood the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Very nice. Um, still on season three now, so I, I watched the movie. I that's all there was. Well, only three. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I will get to the movie. In due time. Tomorrow. In due time. Yeah. We're still we're still But I'm pick. definitely in for this point, Anyth- anything in the John Wick realm or realm I'm in. A uh, quick reminder that El Camino is out now. So go check it out. Um again, we're recording this on Thursday night, so we haven't seen it yet. There's not really I'm a review. Get out that yet. A and workout in then immediately watch this movie. Yeah, I'm gonna try and watch it at midnight. And I did I don't know if you want me to say it. it could be spoiler. Um, I'm, I left it out. Something. I left it out. I'm but not even going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it because number one, I think you had them in your yeah, top three. Yeah. Number two, I don't want to spoil Breaking Bad uh, for those folks who uh, still want to watch I, it. it. It's still like you're, you're think. I think like, I, he could be swerving us, dude. No, but he's true. still hundred percent be fucking swerving us. True. Don't take anybody anything. I, after I watch it, I'm going to immediately text you yes or no. If if I hit you yes, 
No, I'm right. If I hit no, you got what you wanted. That's it. I don't want to know. No, too late. Got you. Listen, no. I, your oh, shit oh, comes up as a preview, though. Yeah. Your shit comes up as a preview, so, so I don't got to read the message. So I could just, if so facto, ignore take, the living shit it, out of you. Take a Columbus did it on Monday, baby. I would never, ever do that. Uh, hashtag Where's Rose. If you ask what the hell are we talking about with Hashtag Where's Rose, if you remember back to the, not The Last Jedi, I don't think it was. I think it was The Force Awakens. Uh, for Star Wars The Force Awakens, there was a hashtag campaign on Twitter called Where's Rey. Uh, that was because Rey, uh, from you know Daisy Ridley's character, she appeared in a lot of the merch and uh and the toy promos but when the toys came out there wasn't a lot of ray figures it sparked a big debate on twitter a lot of outrage and eventually they righted the wrong well now for this new film episode nine the rise of skywalker uh apparently where's rose is becoming a thing because rose who you know whether you love her or hate her from The Last Jedi, you know, we felt our way that she yeah. was kind of a useless character in the film, but nothing personal to the actress who actually ended up having to leave social media because of all the hatred she yeah. got uh, and, and kind of broke down from it and kind of had some yeah. mental some mental problems, not, not problems, but some mental quandaries uh, based off of assholes on Twitter and Instagram kind of shitting down her throat on that. We don't care that and no, much. And people are asking because they'll, they'll write all that horrible shit and then tag the person. Like, that's... Yeah. That's like, leave it go. Know, leave yeah. it go. You don't got to shove that in someone's face. Right. So, you know, just leave it away from the personal stuff. Yeah. We didn't like her character at all. I don't care about the actress. No, She's so, a fine so woman. she doesn't have probably a toy line because all the negative, you know, Well, feedback. they put her on the promo material. That's the problem. They did the exact same thing they did with Ray. They put on all this promo material, and now when the toys are surfacing, there are not a lot to be found of her. And that's the problem is you just went through this two years ago. Yeah. What the hell did you learn? Awesome. You're going through it again, you stupid yeah. idiots. You're now going to have to write this wrong. What are you thinking you stupid uh, Unless it's just a limited edition or something. They're trying to keep her, yeah, keep her really, really limited. Yeah. Um, but hashtag Where's Rose? We hope they find you because I don't want your toys not to be sold. That sucks, yeah. man. That really sucks. There's a little girl out there or a little boy out there or Sean Carcitti who said Rose is my would... favorite character. Just like Pokemon. Like, dude, there's 800 of them. Even though that we think that you know some of them suck, every Pokemon is someone's favorite. Yeah, maybe Weedle. Maybe yeah. there could be a bug catcher out there. Yeah. Bug catcher Jordan. Yeah. Out in yeah, South yeah. Dakota. Yeah, saying, saying, oh, yeah. I love Weedle. He's got Weedle hats, Weedle sunglasses, a Weedle tail. He's going to be Weedle for Halloween. God help him. Maybe somebody wanted to be Rose. Good luck, Jordan. Maybe somebody wanted to be Rose. That's just a shame. Let's move on to the yeah. box office where we know what dominated. But before we get to our top 10, how hilarious is it that the Joker pretty much almost in its opening weekend outgrossed the entirety of dark phoenix yeah that's, that's gonna hurt real shame there no they, they took a shit on that one real shame there um i said that uh dark phoenix was gonna bomb i also said that i don't believe that we are ever gonna see new mutants in theaters i still stand by that um just goes, look at this it goes right to disney they just throw it right guys i think hey, it goes right to now. hulu i don't yeah. think it would go to disney plus it's r yeah Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah. I Unless they get a recut of the film. To what? To make it fucking PG-13? PG? Yeah. I don't Take know. Take out a couple I mean, scenes. Yeah, it's supposed to be like an actual horror flick, though. Yeah, so. but you can make a horror PG-13. Yeah, and and then it's called Truth or Dare. It's a horrible goddamn movie. All right, top 10. Top 10, number 10, falling from number 8, hanging on to the list. I love you, 
Good Boys at $890,000. Number nine, new to the list at uh, $1.6 million is War. Number eight, falling from number six at $3.6 million is Rambo Last Blood. Number seven, falling from number five at $4.1 million is Ad Astra. Number six, up from number seven at $4.5 million, 4.6, really a 58% increase. Still never heard of the movie, Judy. Hmm. Number five, falling from number four at $5.3 million is It Chapter 2. Number four, falling from number three at $6.3 million is Hustlers. Number three, falling from number two at $7.9 million. We'll call it $8 million, Downton Abbey. Number two, falling from number one at $12 million is Abominable. And number one, new to the list, domestic weekend gross of $96,202,337. Stuber. Damn. <laughs> Joker. Yeah, it's a Joker, baby. Well deserved. What a great, great story to yeah. just dominate social media. Crapped on Venom. Dominate the box office. You said it. It was the, the highest opening in October. Yep. Had the highest Monday in October. Yep. Like, breaking all sorts of October records. And after all, like, the backlash that was against it and just, but hey. Th- and apparently well-deserved, which is all I care about, is that this shit is well-deserved. And and the, I think the, one of the main reasons this movie is as successful as is is because it's small budget. Well, yeah, and I also, because they didn't put... 55 to 70 million, it was estimated. Right. You, you, so maybe practical some marketing, effects, maybe you put some makeup on it. It shows that the actors, the actors yep. made the film, yep. dude. Could you imagine another person now as Joker besides Joaquin Phoenix? Yep. You know what I mean? It's just, he's. All right, Sam. You're going you're gonna to cop out. Joaquin or Heath. I, I, I like, I. I you you, you see, knew I was going to no, come no, with you it. You see it all over Instagram, and I, I think it's. it's Two different things. I, I definitely consider both of them. But we've the, compared Jared and Heath, and yeah, they're Jared, two different things. Yeah, but Jared's, they're two different things. But Jared though. was like almost like a joke. Like even from the beginning, I never liked his tattoos. I never liked his teeth. I honestly couldn't get past that. That's the. It that doesn't two, make it two different. Not two different I, things. It's not it's my. Two it's, very it's, it's not my Joker. Like that's. I don't. Know, that's a, when I think of Joker. Like he's not even. So on my the mind. answer would be Heath. Of course. But so, but they're, so they're not you, on the same so level. Facto, you have Heath is up here, and then. Leto's was like that's not my sewer. point though, but you still compared them. So even though they were so different, you still like, make it a was, comparison. It was, but that was laughable, like laughable. Like you, like it matter. It, it was almost rhetorical that I didn't even need to give you an answer of that. This, it's like these two. You had a guy who had two hours of film time and a guy who had thirty-three minutes. That's where I think the big difference he, he, is. A lot of these people comparing it forget that that Heath yeah. Ledger wasn't the main character no. of that film. He was in it for thirty I minutes of think, a two and a half hour movie. And I just think more. Wow, the, look at look at all the love that he has from the thirty-three minutes. Like, look how many people. Dude, that's all he needed. If you could go and put imagine, him in two hours, imagine if he had two hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I would say me personally. I think I would always go to Heath just because I I don't know like I, he just blew because it out was a Batman film and it kind of had that. It was it like Batman was kind of there to kind of tone him like yeah. I don't know kind of keep like it in level check. him out kind of. It made you when he wasn't on the screen. It made you miss him. Yeah, it made you it, want it, him it, on it, the screen. It's like, That's what I think about when Heath, you Led- saw, Heath Ledger's Joker. When you saw Heath Ledger, you perked like, up in your seat. All eyes were on him. You weren't looking at anyone else. Right. You were looking at the Joker. But does Joaquin do that even though he dominates the screen in this film? When he's he, on screen, do you say, I only want to pay attention to you? Like, like of course. Put like, my I, phone I, down. I, I would just say, of course, in like the 
especially the last 20 minutes of that film because you, you just don't know what's did what's you happening. how many times did you pull out your phone no i didn't at all good good for you uh we'll move on to the tv section and i wanted to put this out there because we like this actor we like superhero things like the boys this that and the other uh the umbrella academy netflix released a new uh superhero show raising dion starring michael b jordan um, and I wanted to re- to talk about the review because it's of all of season one. And he was starring in it or yeah. producing? No, okay. he stars in it. Uh, Raising Dion starts off well enough. It tells a decent superhero story, offers a few laughs, and there's a decent twist towards the end. The show is at its best when it focuses on depicting Nicole's struggles, though. Her efforts to keep her super-powered son safe, which I'm assuming the son is Michael B. Jordan, amid all of the normal challenges single parents face is bound to resonate with audiences. That is... If they can get over the bad CGI, poor pacing, and <laughs> shaky child acting, which is not a bump yeah. against Michael B, yeah. the, the other kids. kids in the six in the show. nine six. Okay. Oh, uh, and not, not not a show that I'm going to be jumping at. But, but is that? Is, but have you heard of it before? I no, just kind of mentioned I, it. No. Does a Michael B. Jordan superhero show after me reading the review perk your ear enough to give episode one a shot? Maybe. I just love Michael B. Like I gotta yeah, trust that. I it's think it's just be... like, a, like it's not like again. I'm not jumping at bad CG. Doesn't bother me. I mean, I watched Justice League, so bad CG doesn't bother me. I love bad he, movies. He said he does a mustache. <laughs> Sans mustache. Henry Cavill. We're talking about you. I can't wait for The Witcher. Uh, let's move on. The DC shows are back. Sam, I'm going to turn it back over to you. You're the DC man of the podcast. A lot of the shows are back. You watch the majority of them. Let's give us your impressions. We'll start with Batwoman. It's just so daunting. Because there's a lot of them. And you don't have a fucking DVR in 2019. It's almost 2020. You don't even have a spell DVR. That's how far away you are from purchasing. L. (laughs) (laughs) What color are those red fire trucks? If I got you a DVR for Christmas, you wouldn't use it. No, it's... It's but hey, you just want to torture yourself. I got on demand, so it works. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay, Batwoman, <laughs> Batwoman, the first. Episode. How many of them did you watch before we got all to Batwoman? of them? I watched. I actually, Supergirl, Flash. The only one that didn't air yet was Arrow is next week, and yeah. I, I, Legends is is I think next month. Or so we got Batwoman, Supergirl, Supergirl Flash, Flash, and Black Lightning. Black Lightning, thank you. So Batwoman, it was a little cheesy. Really? Yeah. It, Ruby it, Rose. Yeah, it was a little cheesy. I, it, it, it's the first episode. It's the pilot, so I want to give them time to kind of get more familiarized with all the roles i think it was just the first episode so but i i i, I want to have hope in the show just because of what it's what it's kind of related to is the bad family like that's obviously what i love okay I'll, 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 I'll stick with it i think it, it got over a million rating i think it was like 1.3 for the opening i was like oh it's not too bad but i'll stick with it um what i watch next supergirl supergirl was next and they're kind of doing like a, a little twist here. It's just, um, someone may may or may not know the identity of Supergirl, and I kind of like where they're going with that. Um, and I don't want to give I don't want to give too many spoilers. I'll just leave it at that. Um, Black Lightning was pretty good, kind of good. Like uh, Black Lightning's kind of like in this jail with kind of the other bad guys, and he made this backhanded deal. I always like Black Lightning. I thought mm-hmm. it was it's a little bit darker and different than all the other kind of like kidder friendly shows. So I really like that. And, and and Flash, Flash. was actually really cool. It was probably a little deeper than I thought it was. Gonna it's coming happen. to an end pretty soon, I imagine. Probably, probably, probably I think maybe one or left. two left. Yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, it was sort they wrapped up the, the daughter scene of the finale of last week, and the ending you got Anti Monitor came or not uh, not Anti Anti Monitor yeah Anti Monitor 
Um, he came and uh, basically, he's like, Barry, you ain't going to make it past 2019. Jesus. So the crossover, Christ of the Infinite Earths, it's coming. It's setting that up pretty well. Yeah. Huh? So it's 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 all, and I believe the guy, the actor, Lauren Garrett or something, I believe he's actually a series regular for Flash. So I imagine he's probably going to be in it the whole time or up until the uh, the crossover. And I, I can't freaking wait. Yeah. I'm so hyped. Uh, what about episode five of Titans, Deathstroke? What would you think of that? Oh, dude, I w- figured you'd love this. Episode. I, I wish you kept going. Like it's, it's. I'm re- not out forever. I just canceled my DC subscription yeah. service, so I gotta wait until I, it comes to another platform. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you really need to watch because I wasn't really sold on the actor. I forget his name. Who's playing Deathstroke? I thought he was kind of a little older, maybe, but he's actually really badass. And they actually, you meant like at casting? You yeah, were kinda yeah. Because I was like, oh, who's this guy? Like, I don't know. He seems a little older. Like, I, I like. Was he agile enough? Or even though it's probably not him doing Stunt these fight out. scenes, but yeah, true, but. Especially when he's wearing a mask. Yeah, exactly. But the fight scenes were, were great. Like I think that's one thing DC does good. Their action scenes are actually pretty cool, and, and left you on a nice cliffhanger. And then I don't, I don't know if you have seen, but on DC Universe, there's actually a poll right now to kill Jason Todd. It says yes or uh, no. I know so. So that's actually pretty cool. That's actually what they did in the comics. Little people didn't know, and that's kind of why he was killed off. Asai Morales. Si Morales. Si Morales. That's who plays or Sa Morales. That's who plays Deathstroke. Yeah. He was in. Um. He was the main character of La Bamba all the way back in uh, the eighties. Yeah. That movie. Uh, nope. I as soon as I saw his face. I mean, it says La Bamba there. Don't get me wrong, but as soon as I saw his younger face, I'm like, that's oh my God. Lou Diamond Phillips. From what? I don't think that's that's not the joke or that's not Deathstroke. I mean, let me see the guy. Except it says Deathstroke. Except it says Deathstroke. I don't know what you're confused about. Dude, I'm pretty sure that picture right there, I think that That's was Lou Diamond from Phillips. from La Bamba in 1987. Are you sure? Man, it you... literally says La Bamba 1987. Are you sure? Lou... That's can you, him Can now. you see if Lou Diamond Phillips is in that movie? What the fuck are you talking I'm, about? They just look so much alike. I'm sorry. I know who he is. I know what he looks in like. In La Bamba? You want to know if Lou no, Diamond No, I want to know if Lou Diamond Phillips is in that damn movie with him. In La Bamba. Yes, Greg. That's what I just said, and you said oh, no. I, I thought you flipped it. Uh, yes, he is. Thank you. That was him. Good night. It Talk wasn't him, though. That picture was fucking him, you bastard. I know who he is. Don't you dare tell me different. I've seen Titans. I've seen the guy without his mask. I know what the actor looks like, and but that's Lou not him. Diamond Phillips is not Deathstroke. I understand that, but that picture, where it, even though it said La Bamba, that picture that it showed was Lou Diamond Phillips. That's all I'm saying. It, but it was Asai Morales. The, Greg, Lou Diamond know, Phillips in... Look, in Oh, Greg. Oh, in Greg. La Bamba. I, Greg, he is wrong. I, I know he, he just can't see it when he sees it. Are you talking about the main character of La Bamba? Oh, God. I'm just, Greg, all I'm saying was the picture you just showed me, even though it said La Bamba. The, it was from a clip from that movie. That, right. But the picture they showed was Lou Diamond Phillips. Right. That wasn't the actor that played Nestro. I got that. Okay, done. That's it. The Leave main it character of La Bamba is Lou Diamond Phillips. I'm okay. saying that S.I.E. Morales was in La Bamba. Okay. That's it. Okay. We're on the same I, I, page. Okay. okay. We're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. I have a fucking brain hemorrhage. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so you like Titans. <laughs> it was really good. I actually can't wait to watch tomorrow's episode. I'm hyped. What's it on? DC Universe. Say, oh, it's actually Superboy and Crypto. So I'm actually really hyped. This is actually this is the I introduction may have to, of Superboy. Yeah. Like the official introduction. Yes, the official. So I might have to watch this before I, can, I get into the mindset of El Camino. How much time you got tomorrow? You're gonna to be able. To oh, I got plenty up? of time off from work. I'm good. Oh, lucky. So I'm good. Lucky I might wake up at six a.m. just get that workout done and have med time. I got a four to five meeting tomorrow, so if I don't get it done tonight at midnight, I ain't gonna watch it until 
I don't know, Monday. So uh, don't worry, I got you. Saturday, uh, I, 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 my but I'm does. not going to answer your texts. I'm not going to read them. I want to say, Ash, show Greg all these Snapchats. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. The Walking Dead. Uh, speaking of Labamba, another show back. I can't. I just. I'm so. I can't believe you give a shit. Uh, it premiered season ten. Lines we cross. Uh, draws the lowest live viewership of all time at just 4 million people, which continues its downward trend from the past few years. Season 9 did not do very well in terms of premieres and just overall ratings. Even in its like target demo, didn't do very well. Um, while I pull up the review, I assume you watched it. I did. Begrudgingly, but you I, still you still put yourself through torture. It is, and it's still the same bullshit. Now, one line was crossed. They teased that the faces could be back. <laughs> he, said, he said not one line was crossed in the episode titled Lines. Yeah, yeah your normal crossed. couple zombie kills. I'm like, oh, same old bullshit. Some cool action pieces bookend a decent season opener featuring some great Carol Daryl moments. Po- uh, possibly the setup for Carol versus Alpha. Oh, oh, well, we're going to run away together. Oh, what a great episode. As usual, some characters shine brighter than other, others. Judith, Negan, Aaron, uh, Aaron, and the Legacies are great, while Team Rosita comes up short uh, and feels totally off a bit. The philosophical discussions are also a touch dry ten years in. The shit and pants are fresh, though. Always fresh. I don't know what that uh, is. Six. Uh, there was a rating. Seven, eight. Uh, too high. What the fuck are you watching the show for? Man, are you dude, st- dude. no you're not dude if i told you sam i'm quitting the podcast tomorrow and we've done this for almost I keep, four I years finish. now i i i, know this, I ride this and out. we're this close to I, episode di- 200 greg i'm dying on this hill like you know you made Who, that decision i'm 10 seasons in i'm dying on this hill but but it's been renewed for season 11 yeah well obviously because they're bringing Lauren Cohen back. Yep. He's returning as Maggie because her other show got canceled. And Already. she probably needs money if they're buying Well, also, house, she's, a, she's a fan favorite, and they probably no, she said, is, and, here's and, a wheelbarrow. And her name was already up. mentioned yeah. on this actually. Yeah, her name I was actually that. mentioned well, on this as, show. Well, as Diana Guerrero is leaving, so Michonne is leaving the show, Rick is already gone. And they need someone else to carry. They carry it. Exactly. Carol so, Darrell is not going to do it. And they need something because their ratings, obviously, are still plummeting, so... There's that. I just wonder where it has to get to before AMC says, let's either and, jolt it with something or fucking And that's why Robert Kirkman ended the series. He didn't like how AMC was doing things. And he said, fuck it. I'm done with the comic Well, he'll run. still make you, shit tons will, of money off the series. Well, well, he will make his royalties, but AMC can keep going because they have the rights. Yeah. So they, it's, it's all in it's well, AMC's plus they hands. Plus, they could do spinoff after spinoff. No, exactly. It's all in AMC's Fear hands. the Walking Dead's on, what, two or three? Probably three that, now? I'm just... Zombies You're out Zombie on Zombie Land 2 I'm like alright I'll see it but I I'm, not, I'm not like I have no interest in Zombie Land 2 I liked right. Zombie Land 1 too a lot I know The Walking Dead's got you like fuck zombies yep I well you know what uh, there's another movie on Hulu a Hulu original about like kid zombies at a camp that looks pretty fucking yeah. funny that looks mm-hmm. good but the zombie genre you're right it's just kind of yeah. uh, that's probably care. why I haven't started that Timothy Oliphant show on Netflix with oh shit that's right how am I forget uh, about Drew Barrymore yeah how do, um, Santa Clarita yep. Diet uh, I, I just and I love Timothy Olyphant I'm just Ash, like I'll wait I'll, 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 don't worry I'll bang it out one I just wanted to watch that show I even was semi interested in iZombie for like a hot minute there and I was mm. like I'm nah, kind of glad I'll definitely never watch iZombie in my life but I definitely will watch Vikings season 6 got a trailer didn't watch it but a release date of December 4th happy birthday Ryan uh, 2019 on History 
It's got a cult following. A very and large I hear, one. I hear nothing but great things. I keep telling myself I'm going to watch this show just because how many people tell me it's awesome. It's it's going to be tame because it's on history, at yeah. least from a language perspective, I would imagine. Maybe they'll get away with a few gory things here and there. I'm, I'm imagining the gore is probably as bad as Spartacus's gore, uh, which is cheesy great. But I love it. It's yeah, great. I it's cheesy that. great. Yeah. It's They use the gore to like transition to new scenes. It's, yeah. it's very weird. But very stylistic, if you will. I am assuming Vikings does the same. I think, like, I like, I love period pieces like this. It's things that take place in history yep. where we have no idea if they happened or not. Uh, history books are something we trust. We don't actually know. But uh, that's just a theory that I'll keep in my pocket for now. I've already yeah, I'll, I'll go with a couple rants <laughs> this evening. I won't go on a fourth. Rick and Morty season four will premiere November tenth at eleven thirty p.m. Way past my bedtime, Fuck but I, I still have Rick and Morty season one through three on Blu-ray. I still haven't watched them yet. You I've actually all, bought them? Yeah, I've been, dude. They were like four dollars each. Okay. I, I picked them up. Wasn't I, bad at all, bro. I watched the pilot. Never I, again. I, I was watching Letterkenny. Fell asleep. I guess for some reason Hulu said. Yeah, we're going to move you from Letterkenny, and we're going to just put on Rick and Morty. Good for them. I woke up episode nine, so now it works. No. I just I woke up, and episode like nine was on. I was like, so I guess it's now going to presume I love this show because I watched nine episodes even though I was asleep. Now it's recommending it to me all the time, and I don't want to fucking watch this show. It'll beat into me. I just don't care about Rick and Morty. What I do care about, though, The End of the Effing World Season 2 will premiere on Netflix on November 5th. I liked the premise of this show. I uh, liked episode one a lot. It was just one of the shows we never went back to, even though we liked yeah, I thought, it a lot. I thought you said it was just it was pretty good. It was but really you never good. Finished. I just, yeah. just never finished it for some reason. But now that there's more to look forward to, I think that there's another reason to dive yeah. back in. Like you, I feel there's just so much to watch. You get overwhelmed yeah, at times, 100%. and you either forget. Or you go back to what you watch over and over for familiarity's sake. Shit, I just started watching Sex Education again um, on Netflix because it's just so great. It's a wonderful, wonderful show that is definitely going to be in contention for my top three TV shows of the year. Uh, Hulu's Animaniacs reboot will feature the return of the original voice cast, Rob Paulson, whose son uh, is one of the... uh, Stars of one of my favorite YouTube channels, Ash, by the way, Tress McNeil and Jess Harnell. How cool is that? To have the original cast. Wow, I haven't from a show I, in the nineties. I can't tell. Last Animaniacs time I is on Hulu, so I've watched it. I used, to, I used to love that show. We're I, I don't, I don't have Hulu, We're zany so I might have to wait a little max. bit longer because I still have to see the Runaways. And I want to make sure I bang all that out. Probably a solid month. No, never. Right. That's Letter not Kenny. my cup of tea. It was. It should be your cup of tea. I'm sorry. It is a wonderful. I don't like show. bland. Oozing. But I'm you kidding, like. I'm but you like DC. Nah. All right. Marvel's Hellstrom has made its first casting choices for the Hulu series Hellstrom. Tom Austin and Sidney Lemon play Damon and Anna Hellstrom, while Elizabeth Marvel, of all things, will play their mother Victoria. I don't know shit about no. Hellstrom. What is that all about? No, I, I, I was going to say, that's actually the one Marvel character I don't know anything. I never read his comics. I do like that I don't know any of these actors, actresses. I don't know any of them. Yeah, so I always I think, appreciate the young and up-and-comers. I think that's that good. But I, I, I do want to watch this show because I love. I do love Marvel's TV shows or movies. So I definitely am checking this out. Well, eventually. It's on Hulu. So, I got so fact, no, good I got, luck. Dude, I got time. I got like a year, two years. I'm How many good. email addresses you got? Because that's how many Two. free 30-day trials you can Two, get. Two, baby. You can bang this shit I'll out. I'll make a couple up. Uh, now, uh, I do just want to give a quick shout to a show to look out for. Uh, this comes out not until spring 2020, but Devs. Uh, it's coming out to FX. It's an eight-episode miniseries featuring Nick Offerman, 
Uh, like I said, coming out in spring 2020. It centers around a cutting-edge tech company in Silicon Valley, by the way, not a sponsor. Uh, but there's a twist to it involving a girlfriend, this, that, and the third. But I watched a little teaser. I watched Nick Offerman with long hair, which is extremely weird for me. Yeah, it's probably it's some adjusting. Very, very much so. But it just looked really, really cool. I like sci-fi. I like tech. I like all that stuff. I like the uh, thrillery, murder mystery type deal. Um, and this kind of blends all of that together. I like the content that FX puts out as well. I think they do a really nice job. And plus, it's only an eight-episode miniseries. It's not like season it's not one. crazy, yeah. It's going to be eight and we're done uh, unless and they go yeah. anthology. And I'm really, really excited about it. And I'll take over the gaming space. We got a couple of reviews. We'll start out with Concrete Genie. What do we got? This is a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Um, it's kind of a uh, an indie game. But it's one of the last PlayStation 4 exclusives, as we know. It's published by Pixel Opus um, and obviously developed by Pixel Opus. It's out now uh, only on PS4. Success in Concrete Genie comes easily, probably too easily for some, but that ease lets its best moments breathe. It's less about challenging you to get through traditional video game obstacles than it's letting you challenge yourself to come up with new and creative ideas, new designs, and new places to put them around this dilapidated city. At heart, it's an exercise in the pleasure of artistic process, just like Concrete Genie's core idea. You never really have to paint, but I absolutely wanted to. Ado. Yep. I'll take that. I almost said 85. Uh, it's, it's a game that is picking up a lot of steam in the uh, in the gaming community, especially in the PlayStation community. And I don't think that's for lack of options. I don't think it's because PlayStation 4 is kind of winding down. Yeah. I think it's because it's just a really solid game, even though there's a lot of games out right now. I love that this indie game is grabbing so many people's attention. It's really good Any to interest see. or not for you? Um. You know, I haven't really turned on my PlayStation very often. I don't really. Yeah, turn I on don't hear you. I don't yeah. really turn on many things as I used to. I'm uh, just kind of been playing Link's Awakening. Yeah, and that's yeah. about it. And that's only like twice a week. Doing this, which another review we have John Wick Hex. Yeah, this is that uh, strategy turn-based strategy game based on the John Wick movie franchise. This is a long one, so strap in. It's not totally fair to expect the animations of a turn-based strategy game to match up with the elaborativity, or I'm sorry, with the elaborately violent choreography of a series of action movies that's defined by little more than that. But John Wick Hex doesn't even come close. It's hard to appreciate its handful of smart ideas when every slick series of moves uh, you pull off. Definitely managing a group of enemy attacks timelines is countered by a dozen other encounters that play out awkwardly due to animation glitches and a stingy persistent health system. John Wick Hex certainly does have its moments of tactical joy and tells a decently simple story, but it's so consistently unpolished that it's hard to appreciate them. 5-0. 6-8. So the gameplay's all right, but the technical yeah. side is not working to people. Yeah, I think it was the beginning. Like, we weren't, we would never think to get a, like a John Wick game. Like, it's not something we were going to jump at anyway. It's something I'd never jump at. Um, ever. And it's a tactical strategy game. I'm not a huge... Ta- the only strategy game I've really ever loved was Mario plus Rabbids. It's like... Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's a great Good game. Point. It's a yeah. really great game. The PlayStation 5 gets a release window holiday 2020. Sam... I'm so happy you take over for the gaming space because you got to say those words. It's very, yeah. very copacetic it's, it's, and, and therapeutic the only, for you. The only hope I have for it is I just hope it's under $600 because I don't want to pay for... What if it's five ninety nine ninety nine? Well, isn't that how much 
the PlayStation Three was, but that's under six hundred dollars. I'm like, I want like four ninety nine or less. That's what I want. You for could, PS5. you could get it. Um, I don't know if they're gonna make the same mistake they did for PS Three at six hundred dollars. That's so steep, especially when PlayStation Four didn't come close to that price point. I know they're putting in the you know all the bells and whistles, and it's gonna be a beast under the hood. It, it does look, but. I can't imagine them going any more than four ninety nine. That's where the Xbox One X was, and that was a beast. I think that's where the Xbox Scarlet's well, going to be. Yeah, I was going to say, because it wasn't a price point for Scarlet yet no. either, so they're both kind of holding And, and you have to that. think to yourself, the Switch is three. Do you so think like, they're waiting for each other? No, nah, they know. They you can't think? make that decision. This yeah. decision has to be made for years, because yeah. they got to know how much the parts cost and, yeah, and things of that nature. So this decision's been made. They can make small adjustments, 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there, if they need to beat that price point. Um, you know, let's say they launch at the same price. I'd imagine one of them says, Hey, day one sale, 20 bucks off or something just to try and get that market share. But the PlayStation five, it's awesome to, to, to finally get the announcement. We've been waiting a long time. I, I think this announcement was a little just meh. I would have preferred it at the end of that state of play to make it worth watching. See the, and, and I think, nah, don't even touch it with, I would have rather just released it in like a news article like this. Like the, the state of play was, was nothing. That's why I would rather no. have it there. I don't want my PS5 touching guess any what? of that bad but Guess juju. what? If your PS5 ends that show, you've now just given them credibility. Well, now they're nothing. Are you going to so, look forward to the next state of play? No. Well, if it's for PS5, yeah. Now, now if they say next state of the next state of it play will, will be there's still PlayStation year, 5. I'm nah, just saying. Still a year and I'm half, just though. saying. If it is, you have everyone's attention now. Nah. I think E3, that PlayStation will be back next year for E3. Maybe PSX this year. We might get a, a design. Um, I know they can kind of came out with some specs around the the um, DualShock Five controller, which is awesome. Love that controller. PlayStation controllers have always been very similar, but really nice. Best. Um, I disagree. I think Nintendo blows most controllers away. Xbox is yeah, a, is a good feel, but a little heavy, uh, a little maybe cumbersome. Fish. But PlayStation does a really good job with their controllers. Uh, you know, again, to me, just underwhelming at the announcement. I was literally driving on the turnpike. Uh, stopped in traffic and saw the announcement. See, that would have cheered me up and that would have immediately cheered up my mood. See, I look at life differently than you. I don't mind traffic, so, yeah, go get fucked. Um, (laughs) Like, who doesn't (laughs) mind traffic? You don't. (laughs) I got to use the turnpike every day, twice a day. You think I give a shit about traffic anymore? I'm I'm numb to it. Uh, But... I just I would have liked it to be at the end of a state of play just to give them credibility because I want them to be great. Just yeah. like Nintendo Directs who started off so poor and are now the most looked at like looked uh, But the PlayStation are still, they're still in the beginning stages. Right. They could they have did, they given it, it credence and credibility. They didn't find their footing yet. They you don't know ended it they no, the re, you know the reason they didn't end it with PS five last time is because they ended it with Death Stranding and they didn't want to take away from that. It's the only reason, because the reason Kojima. before that, they ended it with uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, like, they wanted to kind of keep them the big yeah. announcement big. and Because if you go, here's a brand new seven-minute Death like- Stranding trailer, and then, by the way, the PS5, guess what nobody gives a fuck yeah. about anymore yeah. is the Death Stranding trailer. So I get it. I just would have preferred even a video on on youtube or something yeah. whatever a fake state of play where they say here's another state of play by the way it's five minutes here's this awesome playstation news but instead we got it on a playstation blog announcement wow sony great it just didn't capitalize because guess what you're not you're not reading about it every day you're not hearing but about it all what? the time it's not dominating twitter but guess what it's just not you don't gotta dominate twitter you, you, mean, you, joker dominated twitter and that's Half the fucking reason the movies did you, so well. I mean, PlayStation 5 already has my money. No, well, that's great. One person. 
awesome. Sam, I'm, that, I'm, I'm that sure I'll console, be the only one in line. That console could have been a Nintendo Switch with an Xbox controller, and you'd have been first in line. It's PlayStation. You're going to be in just like me with Nintendo. Exactly. Exactly. Nintendo could release. That's No, why do you think I said all I ask is just be under 600 I just want to be able to go in, maybe pay for I would love for it's 400 I would love it. I think it's going to be 5 and we, we know some of the specs, right? I mean, like what we know, Wired got in there, talked to Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny gives out, and he was kind of the architect behind the PS5. He gave out some information. The console will still play physical games because the, the day a console doesn't do that is the day that console dies. Um, we saw Xbox One had a discless. Have you heard of it since launch? Nope. Nope. Uh, a solid state drive will be standard in the PS5. We'll talk about why that's important in a moment. PSVR will still be compatible. I have to imagine they're coming out with yeah, a new yeah. version of PSVR, maybe an enhanced version. Uh, PS5 will be backwards, I hope, but yeah. there's always still in 2019 a delay in Bluetooth. Yeah. So I think that's going to be impossible with the, with the lag time. If you're playing a game, there can't be any lag with wireless. So maybe sh- like maybe uh, a way to maybe hide or compact the wires a little better, maybe a smaller system. Yeah. I'm not sure how that could work. Or one that just doesn't suck after an hour, but that's beyond where we're at right now. PlayStation 5 will be backwards compatible with PlayStation 4. Thank fucking God. Yeah. Right? Thank fucking God. That needed to happen out of the box. So PlayStation nailed that. Great job. Only took five consoles. Sony used the PlayStation 4's Marvel for the uh, low times to show that this is faster. Great. Guess what? Give me God of War that doesn't have load times. Eliminates that problem. Uh, and then the PlayStation 5 will support 3D audio and will have 8K TV support. Just great. I mean, so all I, of us have 8K TVs now. I mean, so. I, I mean, hey, so I mean, it's good to know that if I get a 4K TV that it supports. Like, I okay, you just got one. No. Oh no! In my living room. Yeah. Yeah. In my yeah, but it, I don't. You don't play games. My, my one PS3 is there, but I usually use the one in the basement. Yeah. Um, so back to the solid state drive, what the solid state drive really does. If you don't know what a solid state hard drive is high level, um, with a regular hard drive and a normal computer, it spins. And as it spins, it does its thing. And you know, what it does is it, you know, can store data, this, that, and the third, but it spins, uh, with a solid state drive, there's no spinning. So it does, it does things a lot faster, a lot smoother, a lot quieter. Turns on faster. Um, it just it, it yeah. is just a smoother overall experience. When solid state drives first kind of really started to hit the market in 2011 ish, um, they were super expensive, and you got almost no space for your money. You could get a terabyte hard drive, uh, solid state. You'd maybe get a hundred gigs of storage for the same price it was it was not a great value but now they're going to be standard in the ps5 and what that could let you do as opposed to just saving your games faster faster load times because a lot of that comes down to ram memory as well so let's say you play let's just say call of duty yeah modern warfare uh, and you're like me you love campaign you love single player but sam on the other hand loves multiplayer he doesn't want to touch the campaign. He just wants to dive right into multiplayer. A lot of games nowadays, they download in sections. Single player, multiplayer, DLC, and other shit in the background. And you can kind of start to play them as they download. Well, with PS5, what the solid state drive, and same with Scarlet. Scarlet's going to have a solid state as well. What that's going to allow you to do is pick which part of the game you want to download. So if, Sam, you're the multiplayer guy and you want to download multiplayer first on the game disc so you can dive in quicker, Smart. let it happen. That's if awesome. I want to go campaign first, yeah. boom. And what that's also going to let you do is pick what you want to download and not download the rest. And that so will help you with space. storage. Yeah, cool. That's and awesome. that's what's going that's to be neat. really important for these next two consoles because I run out of storage space 
fast. Damn yeah, fast. All the games you play, yeah. And I'm totally, totally not impressed by that. So it's great to see the PS5 was announced. I'm happy for Sony. I'm looking forward to it. I will eventually own one. I don't know how quickly after launch. Really depends on what launch titles. You had mentioned it yep. in our text conversation. They got to hit you hard. I'm thinking Spider-Man 2, and I'm thinking God of War 2. I think we're going to hear uh, both of that, those. Devil May Cry be great. I don't think we're going to get that. A remake it's not of, exclusive. of Twisted Metal 2 be great. I don't think it's a big enough. I think we might get I a new Twisted that. Metal eventually. I would love that. It's just not a launch title because I don't think it's as popular as it once was. Uncharted reboot. I would um, like that. Or just or just a five in that in that case. I'd love that. Um, but those are the franchises to expect. Yeah. Those are the ones where I'm like, fuck, I got to do it because it's money. backwards compatible yeah. for PS4. So yeah. I'm still going to be able to play those games. But I think there are the big franchises. Or they could hit us hard with a new IP. Maybe uh, maybe even a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Huge seller. So we'll see. But PS5, if we know one thing PlayStation does well, is they always bring the games. Yeah, true. Answers. A new Pokemon was released or revealed. Remember Ponyta and Rapidash? They have another form. Yeah, Galarian Ponyta. Did you see the photo? I did actually. What'd I, you I, think? I, I, I fucking loved it. Yeah, it's, it's a. It's, uh, it's something different. Like I always like Ponyta. I always like Rapidash. Give them in a cooler color. I'm in. Uh, and a different type. So remember, Galarian uh, Galarian Ponyta is now Psychic type. As opposed to fire yeah. type. So that's cool. Uh, Pokemon last Friday a week ago did a 24-hour live stream on Twitch and YouTube of the uh, Glimwood Tangle, I think it was called. It's a forest area in the game. And over 24 hours, absolutely fucking nothing happened. A Pikachu ran across a couple times, wow. a couple other Pokemon. But then in the corner, you'd see this little new figure. And then you saw it down here. And then it would run across the screen real quick. And then they kind of started to show it a little bit more and a little bit more. And the last thing they did uh, right at the 24-hour mark was they unveiled two of them running through the forest. Yeah, they're running, rubbing noses. Super cute. Galarian Ponyta. Uh, unique horn Pokemon. Totally just a psychic. No more fire typing. No other typing. A lot of people thought fairy. A lot of people thought ghost. No. Psychic. There is also a trailer. Uh, 2'7", 52.9 uh, pounds. Runaway and Pastel Veil are its abilities. Um, a change was brought about by the life energy of the forest. Galorian Ponyta has been found in certain forests in the Galar region since ancient times. It is said they were exposed to the overflowing life energy of the forest over many generations, which is why their appearance is unique to this region. Behold its glistening mane. Galarian Ponyta can absorb the life energy of the surrounding atmosphere and store it in its mane. It seems that Ponyta's mane will become more colorful and emit a sparkling glow if there's a lot of energy around. What we have not seen yet is Galarian Rapidash, but you got to assume yeah. Ponyta is going to evolve. They're not going to just make it a one stage, and we will eventually get a Galarian Rapidash. This is the opposite to Surfetched, like we got in uh, Pokemon Sword a couple weeks ago. We got uh, Surfetched. Poke uh, Galarian Ponyta is a Pokemon Shield exclusive. So if you liked Ponyta more than Surfetched, and you're going there for Tyranitar anyway for Shield, plus that Ghost Gym... This is kind of right up your alley because you'll get a chance to catch uh, Galarian Ponyta when when a lot of players just won't. Yeah, you're beat, so you'll have to get both. Mortal Kombat 11 in full with all characters 
is free this weekend. That's going to be uh, 10-11, so October 11th through the 14th on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Didn't hear anything about a free release on Switch. I don't know if that's actually a thing, uh, which is okay. I wouldn't want to play Mortal Kombat on Switch anyway. Uh, but it's full with all the characters, meaning all the DLC, meaning, by the way, the Terminator. You can go That's play awesome. as Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger in Mortal Kombat this weekend for free. Get your ass on your PlayStation or your Xbox. Download this game. Play it for the weekend. Or I plan computer. on it. I Or your computer. I plan on it just to beat the campaign and then call it a day. Let's go. What a cool thing. I love when companies do this. The UK's National Health Service is opening a treatment clinic for video game addiction. I wanted this to be the last story. A couple other things came out, but I wanted you to read that too because I know that's probably going to set you off a little bit. I mean, I just don't – I guess that I feel like this is like a bunch of older people kind of setting up this program. I could see kind Old of like – Old white dudes? I don't know. Like, I, I know I, Englishmen I, with monocles? Well, I know my dad growing up wasn't really a fan of video games that much. That wasn't his scene. That was kind of, you know, that was old school. So, like, it was well, something he never saw. And but I, but back but then, he, games didn't last But he still kind of let me do my thing, though. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't yeah. banned in the house or anything. Right. Back then, games didn't last a 100-hour campaign. And, and I wasn't so. the guy that always game. Like, I was more of an – I get active. Like I was always playing sports, so it's like I wasn't always in the house. Like yeah. I guess all culture is nowadays. Now, like, to me, I, I don't know. Go Listen, outside. Some people make a living playing off Twitch and yeah, YouTube. That's and what I'm saying. So, so they're always yeah. inside. They're always sitting. We already know shit sitting down is bad for you. Just sit around all day anyway. Uh, listen, I, I, you know, just just get out, to, exercise. Don't you know? I don't know. Do like, I think gaming is a disease? Do I think gaming can be an addiction? Listen, I don't have it, so I don't. I can't say it. Similar to other, you know, afflictions or addictions out there, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on things yeah. I'm not. But to have a gaming addiction treatment clinic. clinic, like rehab for gamers, to me is a slippery slope. That's where I think I'm going to leave it at. I'm not going to say I'm pro or anti or whatever. I just think you're getting yourself into a slippery slope. Um, it's just a lot. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. To, 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 hey, uh, yeah. Have a conversation with somebody who's on a hard narcotic for years and say, I just got out of rehab. Yeah, what that's were you a in whole for? different thing. And you say than Fortnite? This. Yeah. It's just a little different. I you know, again, that's a little probably extreme example, and I understand that I'm trying to be as real as possible with this. I just think this one's a slippery slope. I think it's a little too extreme. Yeah, I um I don't know how well it would go over if it was in the States. Um it's not something that I necessarily would support. No, um but you know what? Uh I'm sure it's a real thing, and they wouldn't have opened it if they didn't yeah. deem it such. So, good on you, UK. I just, I just don't know how it would fly in this country. Yeah, that definitely. Switching topics, Doom Eternal has been delayed until March 20, 2020. It's a lot of 20s. It is, and and I know. I mean, you got to respect a company that can kind of say, "Hey, we need a little bit more time to kind of polish our system and you know what we're trying to do over here, and we don't want to release it until it's perfect." And that's what I appreciate about it. It is, it is the one, well, one of the brands where I'm like, you know what? Not mad. No, this is not a game I was going to pick up at launch. This was not a game I was going to pick up at all. Gives you more time game, to play Pokemon, right? But it's a game I'm super interested <laughs> yeah. in, regardless. I love the Doom franchise, and I support the shit out of id Software. So. Um, happy for those guys to make that decision, especially the way they did. I like it when you're upfront about that stuff and you don't sneakily do it. Yeah. For 20 fucking years as a Nintendo fan, when this stuff hit the fan, 
Nintendo found a way to fuck it up until Metroid Prime 4 earlier this year when they delayed it. They came right out and said, it's not good. We're scrapping it. We're starting over yeah. and we're sorry. And I respected that. Yeah. Um, I appreciated that. Now, Miyamoto once said, a bad game is bad forever. If you rush it to release and it sucks, it's going to suck forever. But if you just wait a couple months and you take that small hit to make it great, it's great forever. Yeah. So I really Smart appreciate man. the strategy. Smart man. Iron Man VR will release February 28th. 2020. And I don't know if that's on any other platforms besides PSVR. It was announced at a state of play, so I know it's definitely on PSVR. I just don't know if it's a PSVR exclusive. Uh, however, that's really cool because I like Iron Man and uh, my brother-in-law is a VR, so I'm sure he'll buy it and I'll mooch right off of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, into the music section. Right now, out today for New Music Friday, a new miniature Tigers record, Vampires in the Daylight. Uh, for my pick of the week about a month ago, the first single they released off of it, Manic Upswings, was my pick of the week. Fucking love that song. Probably my favorite mini Tiger song in the past three to five years. Um, I Dreamt I Was a Cowboy was a good, decent record. Mm, I haven't loved mini Tiger shit since Cruel Runnings, but this record has a lot of promise. I'm super excited. Uh, Sam, did you get to listen to Aging Frontman, the new record out now from our boy Vinny from the movie Life and I am the I, I did not have the chance to listen to it. It's another solo effort from uh, from Vinny, and um, it's he kind of more. One. It's kind of more of what you got before, uh, a little darker, because he's a little older now. He's forty. I, his last one was dark. Yeah, his last because I think it's what his third. Yeah, yeah, his his. his first. I think no, both. It's his second. I think I'm not sure, but whatever. Regardless, his yeah, previous something by, the, works. something by the sea. Yeah. Um, I, this is, it's short. It's only, I think it's six songs, but it goes a lot quicker than that. I was at work and I listened to it and then I all of a sudden started to hear the first song and I was like, wait a minute. Is yeah, it? I'll, I'll download that right. It, so it's over. Uh, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's really good. Do I prefer Vinny with a full ensemble doing movie, movie life, life, doing yeah. I am the avalanche? I think we'll like always that. like that. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, obviously I'm not going to lie. I definitely prefer that. However, Aging Frontman, uh, six songs, only 18 minutes and seven Shut seconds. So very, very quick. Um, better, Alone, Dying in the Living Room, I Love You, Please Watch Over Us, Providence, and Tex the Rock Johnson uh, nice, are the names of the nice. songs. Better, which is the leading track, is my favorite track on the record. Solid five out of ten. Um, nothing that I would say you got to run to the record store for, but... Really good effort, and obviously we love Vinny and we support everything he does. So pick up Aging Frontman, and while you're at it, a brand new song. We don't know the title because it's not out as we're recording this, but it will be out when you listen to it. A new song is going to be released by Dance Gavin Dance. Yeah, I'm hyped. I haven't. I liked Artificial Selection was last year. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Can't wait to hear the new song. Yeah, they had a new song a couple months ago called Headhunter. Really, really good tune. I always love when they come out with just their random singles. Uh, We'll call it P-Word Vultures was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I love Summertime yeah. Gladness. Yeah. Such a great <laughs> yeah. tune. So when Dance Gavin Dance tends to release singles, they're all bangers. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, I'll, I, you know, We'll let you know how that goes. But our story in soft drinks. And this is where our top three is going to be housed this week. Yes, we're going a little long tonight. It's okay. Uh, Dr. Pepper in March 2020 is launching Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. Holy motherfucking ball. It's not just cream soda. It's Dr. Pepper mixed with cream soda. Sam, I can't wait. Yeah, I haven't. Not a huge soda guy, but I can't Yeah, wait. I, I have, haven't drank soda too often as of late. Um, I've been a little bad since I moved in because Pepsi came out with a lime version. Yeah, so it's coming up. It's really good. March 2020. I just feel like, huh, they haven't done this before? 
just feels like, huh, they're kind of late to the party. Dr. Pepper mixed with cream soda kind of inspired us to say, you know what? We might not be huge soda aficionados now, but God damn it, we once were. So let's talk about our top three favorite sodas. Easy three, Sprite. Old school, right to the point, always crisp, always hits the spot. Is it always crisp? Have you ever had an uncrisp Sprite? It tastes like balls. Yeah, of course, of course, I think everyone's had the, the, the ass end of a goddamn you know, uh, soda a thing. A Sprite or, or that's or been out for a little bit when it's, lost its, when it's lost its bubbly. A little yeah, bit of the yeah, bubbly. The bubbly. It's, so it's, it's kind of not go great. With the classic. It kind of just tastes like sour water, and oh, I don't love it. I love it. But my number three is a soda that in the past couple years I've been really on. Um, I hated it growing up. That was disgusting. But god damn, I love it. Now they have like a white version and a red version. And all of these different birch beers. I really like birch beer. Birch beer? Okay. It's You know what's even better about birch beer? Diet birch beer. No, I can't do it. I don't bro, like diet. Bro. I, I don't like it. it. Listen to me as a fat no, guy. I, Listen I, to me as a fat I guy. I hear everyone say it, and I try, and I'm like, I just, it, there's you can't something taste about the difference. it. You can't taste the difference. I, I love, I, guys, I love that fucking everyone that drinks it. You can't taste it. No, I, I, I'm telling you, I taste it. I taste the difference. You can't tell me. I'm glad you don't. I taste the difference. <laughs> my number two is just root beer. It's my favorite drink. One of my favorite drinks. It's definitely not your root favorite. Beer. Birch beer is a little bit different. I feel like the root beer is oh, just. It's a ton different. It's just that little, that little shift. It's that little birch instead it's of that, the root. It's that, it's that little. <laughs> But root beer, love it. Mug or A and W or Barks? I go with the mug. Yeah, with the Mug's old good. with the old doggy dog on I just, it. Being a kid, that's what I remember seeing. And I used to love it. I was see, I was pants. a Barks growing up. That's all I drank from a root beer perspective. Mm-hmm. But I'm going with I'm going with the mug. And I, as a kid, like I was like, oh, root beer. <laughs> I'm a kid. Beer, like I I don't know. I always drank it like that. Now I'm 30. I think that about birch beer. I don't really drink alcohol very often. So when I have a birch beer, I'm like, yeah, I'm a man. I'm an adult. It's embarrassing. <laughs> number two is actually cream soda. That's my um, number so I'm one. like super fucking yeah. excited for Dr. Pepper cream because uh, cream soda is unbelievably good. One thing I always miss. And diet. I'm just kidding. About Bugaboo Creek. <laughs> oh, they always yeah. had bottles of cream soda. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the best cream soda. I don't, I don't even remember because like the label they, they, like, didn't even have. It might have yeah. been Hank's. It might have been Hank's. Cream soda is definitely something I, I can taste. I always love cream soda. So you say Dr. Pepper cream soda. It's like. Okay, you have my attention. I will be picking. I up like Doctor Pepper. It's probably my top ten, maybe my top seven. Definitely not my top three, but cream is. I love cream soda. Uh, my number one is uh, ginger ale. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, you know what? Quick thing about cream soda. Um, you know Moe's, the uh, Mexican chain. Yeah, yeah. They have a. They were the first ones that I saw that I was aware of that you could do your pick your own soda thing combination. You yeah. just kind of put it under and make all your selections. And I went a little ballsy one day, and I went into the cream soda section. Do I want cream or do I want diet cream, which isn't great? Do I want that variant? So I clicked the variant. Check out the flavors. Right. Strawberry cream, cherry cream, and lime cream. Wow. All really solid See, choices. So much, all I see is like, oh my – there's so much shit in there. You're already drinking soda. I know. You're already just, fucking. Just, just you're give, already in. Just give me my cream. Just give me my what I love. I know what I know what I'm getting. My number one ginger ale. I do love it. It soothes the tummy, and we all know I got yeah. tummy issues. Well, when you're sick, that was always a go-to drink. It's, my go-to drink when yeah. I'm sick is Coca-Cola, and only yeah. Coca-Cola, not Pepsi, uh. not Diet. Red can Coca-Cola when uh, I'm sick. The bubbles, some reason, help me. It's weird. It's a thing. It doesn't do shit. It's a total, total placebo. Try, try uh, Tom's Chewables. But I'm out. No, no, no. I'm going to stick with the, I'm gonna stick with the Coca-Cola. But yeah. ginger ale was always my go-to at the bar, right? If I'm done drinking for the night, hey, can I get a ginger ale, please? Really, wow. really, really large. No ice. It just keeps uh, me going. At the end of the night, odd. when I'm done with my cider, hmm. and I want to, but I want to stay and Very party. Odd. 
I, I just say there's rum in there. It's clear rum. Okay. But uh, the see, old, I see your logic. See, you're a rum and coke man. I'm surprised coke wasn't on your list because no. you do like the Jack. The only and time coke. I drink coke is if Jack I have Captain and Coke. Captain and Coke. Damn it, I said That's Jack. It. All right, so let's move on from our top three favorite sodas into Sam's CGC Spotlight. Yeah, so I, I have brought like my baby along. This is like one of my prize books here. This is Batman number two. Wow, this... 1941. 1956. DC Comics came out in the summertime of 1940. This is the second appearance of the Joker and the Cat. Then I think actually next issue becomes Catwoman. Um, It's a Bill Finger story. Bob Kane and Jerry Robinson cover in art. 5.0 off-white white pages. I actually got this off my boys at uh, Austin Reese. Thank you for hooking me that up. Last 5.0 sale was 7,551. There is only 118 total blue label copies graded. So I'm trying to so I'm gonna see what I made a couple notes. There's only 26 graded higher than my 5.0. So that right there, Tony, you're, you're holding a very... Is there anything in the 8s or 9s? I no. believe when I checked, there was, I believe, one or two uh, 9.0s, I believe. So there was only 26 graded higher than mine. And there was a uh, there was seventy six that were graded restored. So I see how mine's like a blue label. Mm-hmm. Theirs would be purple. So that would there were seventy six of those. So uh, just like the last sale for a five i or a five five was nine thousand two hundred and fifty. So you're sitting on some coins. So here. I'm saying so like just a five five, and then the twelve month average was ten thousand three hundred and twenty five. So it's like this book. It's it's just so rare. There's not that many graded that were kept in this condition. Usually, so you have you read this book? No, that that particular book, no. It's it's I, I read it digitally. Yeah, but, but you not, didn't want to actually that, no, fuck that, with no, the pages. No, that, that physical, I it was already graded, and I t- dare not touch that because actually the guy, buddy of mine, Austin, who had it, he originally had it, it was an older label CGC, and he said like it looks gorgeous, and he's like it just looks so much better than five. He cracked and pressed it, and it came back the same grade. So I say, like, okay, I don't want to do that again because it's it's expensive when you're grading a golden age comic. It's right. you're you're in another tier, and it probably takes a while. Well, you you could pay for it to go faster, but the faster you get it, the more money you're throwing down. Right, just because they're dealing with such a. So a five five sold for nine k ish, nine thousand two hundred and fifty. It cost ten cents at the stand. At the stand, yeah. Holy I just, that's why I told shit! I was like, Dad, damn, I wish I wish you and your dad uh, were in the comics because the world would be sitting on a mint right now. So this is a little bit different than kind of like comics that are out today. Like this has kind of big four stories in it. So instead of reading everything, I was going to give like just a quick header. The first story is called The Joker Meets the Catwoman. <clears throat> Basically, Joker survives a knife wound from Joker or from Batman 1, which they thought that he was originally going to get killed off, but they kept him around. The second story is called The Wolf of the Crime Master. It's this guy, and at midnight, he turns into a wolf. Number three, Shocker. yeah. Number three, the case of the clubfoot murders. It starts off with this guy with a huge club guy foot. with a big club foot with a hook for a hand murders a woman. How the book starts out first page. Fourth story, the case of the missing link. Uh, it starts with Batman jumping on a train and he's attacked by pygmies. I love that the Batman's a detective. Yeah, of course. The like, case of like that's yeah. cool. That kind of eventually kind of goes like, away. and this is kind of like what's like the Batman. It's Bill Finger. Yeah. Bill Finger was the detective. Bill Finger was behind all the detective, all the 
basically what Batman is known for. Without Bill Finger, there is no Batman. Meanwhile, Bob reaps all the benefits. It's so like legit, and the poor guy died alone in his apartment, broke. Love that uh, the Red Rider carbine uh, Daisy air rifle is the ad on the back. Totally yeah. like forties cheese. No, and that's all gold. Like all forties Batman books. Two dollars and ninety five cents for an air gun. That would be in nineteen forty. So much money today. What a beautiful and, and, book. And, I'm glad I got to hold that. Yeah, it's dude. It's a piece of history too. The second appearance of joker and catwoman not many people have this every time you see this book it's like a 1020 it's beat to shit or it's purple label restored so they only have 26 books in the world that are graded higher that i know that i'm holding something that's when you got that did you already have a heart on or did it just develop over time once i remember seeing it in Austin's story that he got and i immediately um hit him up and i actually traded my daredevil one first appearance of daredevil 8.5 off my white page like a book you rarely ever see that book alone to give that book up the only way i would give that book similar, up was for a batman similar book. monetary value oh yeah like, like probably i see I, I think it all depends like where do you love i just love batman more right. than daredevil so i value batman more than that daredevil book maybe someone right. would value that daredevil book higher than this right. but for me a daredevil book a book that came out in the 60s this came out in the 40s i love batman more second appearance of joker who knows if I'll ever be able to afford a Batman one. This is the closest I'm going to get. Gotcha. Batman two. I'm going to keep on you here and ride the train. What's your pick of the week, my friend? And the reason I picked the second appearance of the Joker is go see the Joker in, in, in theaters. It's, again, I will say, please don't, if you have a child that's four, five, six, seven, I, I please leave them home. I but will. eight, you're good. <laughs> You know, hey, just take a chance. Make a judgment call. But if you're that young, please, I, I would say skip this one. You know, give it a little bit or maybe see or see it for yourself first before you see your kid. Just to maybe get an example just to know what it's about, that it's not a Marvel film. The movie's 122 minutes long. I think Greg talked about already. It's already over $272 million worldwide on a 55 to $7 million budget directed by Todd Phillips. Who's some films he directed that maybe you don't know. Old School Road Trip, The Hangover Trilogy, Starsky and Hutch. Just some films that he did that he was all comedies to come and do this film. He absolutely did a great job. 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. Joaquin Phoenix was great. And Robert De Niro was great as Franklin. He kind of, if you ever saw... Um, How much screen time? He actually had, he had a little bit. He didn't have too much. Brian Callen had a smidge of screen time. Mark Maron had a little bit. Um... Uh, but Robert Deere was kind of like Kings of Comedy role, a little bit of Taxi. Like there was definitely some influences there. Kind of based in, uh, in like 1981, I'd call it. And and I I think it was a masterpiece. I I think everyone needs to go out and see this film. At least you know give come up with your own opinion. See what you think. Don't go by what everyone else is saying. See it for yourself. Just know you're going to see a movie. You're going to see a movie about the Joker. There is no end credit scene. I'll help you there. Just enjoy the Joker. My Pick of the Week is another movie I watched right after my Pick of the Week last week with Yesterday. Uh, still a really good flick. Um, I just was kind of on a binge at that point, and I said, you know what? I've heard good things. Let me pick it up. Let me put it on. And damn it, was it worth it. Um, I wouldn't say it was gut-busting funny. I wouldn't say it was like hilarious the whole way through, but it was really clever in its humor. And I love Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. It was long shot. Oh, you saw it. Awesome. It was really, awesome. really good That's movie. good to hear. And it, it was long. It was long. It was two uh, hours plus oof. for comedy. It's a little so long like, for what, comedy. People say about wedding, wedding crashers, crashers, but I blockers, loved it. I think it was, was long. It was long, but I loved it. Um, but but it kept my attention the entire time. I was um, very happy with the ending. I was very happy with uh, the jokes. Again, they weren't like 
gut-busting Seth Rogen, James Franco, Pineapple Express type humor, but it was smart humor. Yeah. It was about, I mean, it's about politics. This is, you know, I think the Secretary of Defense falling in love with a guy who sells weed. So, like, <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. But, yeah, it's it's legitimately about somebody who may have no shot at that type of woman out of his league. And uh, good things happen for him for a little while. So, it's really good movie. Really funny. Again, kind of that, like, witty, smart humor, uh, which I enjoy. And a movie that didn't ever lose my attention. I only had to pause it once. And uh, I, I forget if that was because Lini woke up or if that was because uh, Daddy had to take a dookie. So I, I don't remember. But a really good flick nonetheless. And I appreciate everything it did. That is my pick of the week. And that is our episode 155. Leave us a review. One star, three star, five star. We don't care. We'll read them all on the air. Uh, we just want to help the show grow. And you can do that by leaving us that review on iTunes, CastBox, wherever you get your audible goodness and we'll be back. We'll be back early. You won't know because it'll come out at the same time. But we're going to have spoiler impressions of Joker. And we're going to have our impressions of El Camino. Enjoy El Camino if you're watching it this week. And we'll see you next week for episode 156. Ugh. Welcome.